welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy Blake Guitar. Jeff. It's a great day, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. There we are. It is the next edition of the World Famous Chicky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We are coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today. AMFM247.com. I have. There we are on the camera. I have my M&M shirt on today. I don't know why I feel I have to tell people that when we do these interviews. I don't know. Go to the website, JiggyJaguar.com. Also, we're live as live can get 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PM Mountain Standard, and of course, 24-7 on the TuneIn apps, radio loyalty, all that stuff. And we have got a great guest going to join us here in just a few moments. So we are going to go to the old Skipscape. Yes, the old skype rooney kids. And the band Reed South Hall is going to be with us here in just a few moments. And, of course, they're going to be part of a big, big show at the uh, Cotillion Ballroom. And it is going to sell out. I just know it's going to. And if it doesn't sell out, you can't blame me because I made a prediction. Something. Get a hold of us online at JiggyJaguar.com. I'm trying to do 65 different things here, and I apologize. Trying to get Skype up, trying to do all the stuff. So we are going to do this interview. Let's go to them. Right now, Reed South Hall is going to join us here in just a few moments. And we will get them in here, and we will get it going with the old Skype Rooney, the old Skip Skype, as they say. By the way, if you want to get more information, it's readsouthhall.com. They are going to be in they're in St. Louis this evening. Columbia, Missouri on Friday and Saturday they will be in Wichita, Kansas. They will be on they will be involved on National Everybody Does Everything on October 9th day. I don't know what that means. But uh Reed South Hall is going to join us here in just a few moments here on the old Skipscape. And uh, you can pre-order their album. It is available October 22nd, but you can uh, get it right now. And uh, I believe we might have the band joining us. Can you guys hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. How can are you? Hear you? Me all right? Yes, I've got you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm trying right now to get my... To get my uh, my earpiece to work. Hey, that's so fine. That that that's fine. It you, you know we're we're. Uh, if you can hear me all right. I've got it. you. I've got you. I I I am uh, glad we're making this work, and we've got you on the big broadcast today. And uh, hey, yeah. So you guys are going to be on. You guys are currently on a uh, cool little tour through the. Uh, through the Midwest, you're uh, in, I believe, Kansas City area this evening, St. Louis. Right yeah, we're in St. Louis, just kind of kind of getting out and getting stretched. Uh, just went and got something to eat and getting loaded in here, ready to, ready to play a show in St. Louis tonight. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, you've got this brand new album. That is coming out on October 22nd. Tell us a little bit about For the Birds. Man, um, it kind of, it, I don't know where to start, really. Uh, <laughs> it feels like it was, a, it was a long time coming, you know, and it feel like we we had put our heads down and just turned and, and tried to learn, you know, the most we could on the road and, and uh 
and kind of kind of kept ourselves out of a studio for for way too long didn't realize that until you know the the world forced us to kind of shut down and go home and regroup and i feel like once we did for the birds is kind of the product of that you know that uh, slowing down and um getting back together and seeing what we got so <laughs> that's awesome uh, long story short yeah it was just i think it was it's it, it's what we what we focused on during the uh during the time at home you know during the quarantine is we, we got together and we realized well, okay we're not going to be able to go out and uh have that that side of the music that we love so much you know that that live appearance and being able to yes. play these songs and see what you know see what uh see what folks are digging and what they're not i that's kind of what made it cool too. That's that's another reason I think for the birds is is um, we're so proud of it is because it's it wasn't necessarily you know uh, we didn't really know if if there was going to be a live audience after <laughs> after, <laughs> after we got done recording it. But you know it, it was, the world was kind of upside down and it it really is just we're just expressing ourselves through some tunes. So. Well, I think it's fantastic and. Just the whole vibe that you guys have. You guys have such a cool vibe uh, as a band. And uh, talk to me about this, because I get the impression that this is just a natural thing. I mean, I think I think it's just <laughs> been... It's slowly but surely come around that way, you know? I mean, when I first... It's always... I still feel awkward. You know, I still feel, still get those times. I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure about what I'm doing, or I feel like everything brings out of tune, and I'm out of tune, and, and then turn around, and that may just not be the song. You know, you may hit the next, the next song be feel like you're on fire. You know, couldn't couldn't do any better. It's a, uh, it's definitely been hills and valleys, uh, for sure. It's, yeah. Uh, and I feel like right now we're definitely on a hill. It, it, it kind of, it felt like we toured and we, we we learned a lot on the road. You know, our first real heavy stint when we went out and about, learned a lot. And then it was like once it was time to kind of reap those benefits, the world shut down on us. Yes. It was like, <laughs> get in there and <laughs> i guess we'll record some music so um yeah i don't know like i said that's why it was hard to just answer in one one quick one quick answer on the for the birds thing is because that's what that's really why we named it that is because yeah. the whole process was kind of for the birds it was didn't know what was going on and but we're proud of it now so i don't know that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Now, uh, if you get a chance, you need to go over and check out facebook.com slash Reed South Hall Band. They have got 53,000 followers on Facebook. They're going to be part of a big show in St. Louis this evening. Columbia, Missouri on Friday and Saturday. They will be at the Cotillion Ballroom, the Round Mound of Sound, as they call it. In uh, Wichita, yeah. Kansas. So I'm excited. So with your uh, with your new album and everything, tell me about the writing process for uh, for the birds. You know, it was uh, it was kind of in in the moment. You know, in the studio, a lot of it. Uh, there was a lot of it was also at home. You know, it was it was demoing them out and. Uh, We'd had a new guitar player join the band and really bring a lot of like a lot of uh, I don't know I don't know the right way to put it. <laughs> I, I, I should probably know by now after talking to him today, but uh, I don't. You know, some different paths that I felt like we could we could run down. I could run down even just writing lyrically. It was. It, it kind of opened some doors, you know, yeah. um, that weren't there. And it was, it was fun. You know, we, uh, 
kind of took it as it came and really bounced a lot of it off the off the band members they're they're all incredible riders themselves they they're definitely quality control there you know that's <laughs> With, great uh, yeah and it's it's a really good thing to have i think i think a lot of times you know people don't take that take that into account whenever they think of you know we get that rap all the time with the reed southall band that it's just me or something but it's very very much a band it's very yes. much a group effort and yes. uh yeah just want to make that known so well i think that's awesome that you guys have such a uh, a great i guess camaraderie as they say and uh you guys are able to put the uh put the music together and everything and and just you know your 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 stage presence is amazing. Uh, tell me a little bit about why Southern Rock, especially the kind of Southern Rock that you guys do, has been able to withstand the test of time. No, oh, I, I don't know that it always has. <laughs> uh, I think it still comes and goes. I think some people some people can serve it up. You know you you know you know when it's there. Uh, a, a good example. I don't know. I get a good example every weekend when we go out and we play with somebody new and you get to see, you get to see, you know, it's, it's rural rock and roll is really all it is more than I would even say Southern rock. I think it's just, you know, it's kind of country boys playing a guitar loud and, uh, and I don't know, getting revved up. I would say, I, I, I think, I think it's, people are still very capable of doing it but there for a while i don't know you know hills and valleys like i said before. <laughs> it, it, uh, they, they, that's all they want and then the next next thing you know it's it's a pop direction or a, maybe a funkier direction or whatever it may be i just feel like that's that's who we are you know we're all that's i, I grew up on it and i'll probably not be able to you know live it down forever i'll probably always have a little bit of southern rock shining through somewhere hopefully <laughs> well i think that's great so when you guys have been out uh and obviously you guys you know it seems like you guys are out every weekend uh and keeping busy uh do you get a lot of feedback from folks about some of the new music that you're playing and uh are, are they excited for yeah. the new album what well, what kind of reactions yeah. have been given getting? It's it's been really neat, you know. It's it's been cool to kind of play some of those markets where you know they're kind of stuck on the past, and it's they they want you to do one thing that you always done, you know, and then you get to show them something new and something unique that that's coming, you know. Check this out, and I feel like half of them might not like it you know may, they may not like that one in particular because it was a little bit more rock and roll and they you know they're really the they're on the country side of things and then then we pull out you know another one off of the new stuff we've been playing a bunch of new stuff in the live sets and kind of trying them out because like i'd said we heck up with that year off it, it took it took some time to figure out what <laughs> what was what felt good and what didn't yes and uh, Man, we just had really, really good feedback. Everybody is super excited. I think the hardest thing is, you know, having to explain to people that they just got to wait a little longer, you know. <laughs> if it was up to us, we would just, it'd be, we'd send it over the radio waves right now as soon as we could. <laughs> but, you know, it's, unfortunately, there's a process to it. So. Yes, yes. And see, this is the thing I think a lot of people don't understand is, you know, just because you guys got this recorded and just because it's ready and you're out touring uh, doesn't mean that they can get their hands on it right now. There's there's marketing, there's promotion, there's oh yeah. Well, you know, on top of that, you've got you know you've got the whole supply and demand. That too. Know, you know the that's we were we were forced. To, it was hey, do you want to wait on? You're kind of gambling. Do I want this or that as far as having physical copies of stuff? Because everything's so behind, you know, everything is so kind of, it was mashed together and then it was pulled apart and everybody's still trying to play catch up. I feel like so. Yes. Uh, yes. 
yeah, just hang in there. We're we're trying as as, <laughs> as hard as we can get, get out and uh, and really already already excited about getting back in and doing some new stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been good to get to do our job again, and I can't wait to have have this new music out there to represent us. I think that's the that's the biggest thing, you know, when it's been as long as it has been with us putting out music, it's like, I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, have something that, that really showcases the band and, and, the, and shows what we're doing now here and now and, and in the present. So, yes. Well, and something else that, and I don't often do this, but I will have to say that your PR people, Jeff and them over there at the syndicate are fantastic. Talk to me about working with such a great PR group that gets you guys out there, lets you guys do interviews and promote your stuff, because there's so many, you know, just as a, as a radio person, I, TV people, I deal with PR people all the time. And there's a lot of them that they'll send you the press release they won't let you do an interview. They won't. They yeah. won't promote. They, they won't let the band promote the music. But ah, here's a press release. With you guys, any time that I have asked Jeff over the years for interviews, there are times he will get a hold of me, and I didn't even know anything was going on. And he's like, "Hey, we want to get these people on." How how do, how does it feel to have somebody that wants to have you get your stuff out there? Man, it feels good. It feels good to just work with like-minded people, you know. Um, that's that's the that's the goal is is to be able to uh, to be able to eat and feed, you know. And and yes. this this whole the competitiveness is. I think that was another thing that was nice about the break was kind of stripped all that away, and and it got to the here and now, and what's important and what's not. And this is what's important, you know. I, I need, I, I'm thankful to be able to get on here, and, and, you know, talk about this new music and be able to be excited about it. Yes. Somewhere have somewhere to go with that, rather than, rather than just keep it to myself and and on stage. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. It's been great to to have you know have somebody helping really we you know there for a long time we've kind of kind of done our own done our own stuff and and it is you can definitely tell a difference you can definitely see the see the work that's involved and it's been incredible so that's can't wait awesome. to see the rest of it that's awesome well before we let you guys go because i know that you know you're 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 trying to get some rest before you go on stage probably want to find something to eat all that yeah, um yeah, we'll- we are gonna play rose gold here in a few tell me a little bit about this track okay um first love song that i've ever personally wrote i and it you know it may not even be a love song to some but uh it's what it is to me uh it's it's a Really, it was just kind. Of, I didn't. I did, it, it came as a, you know, in bits and pieces. So I really didn't know what I had until I had it. Until it was all said and done, and once once it was there, I was really proud of it. And yeah, still kind of. I was still unsure about it. You know, it was still kind of one of the ones that may not have made it. And then everybody in you know the studio is like, nope, this is it. You know, this is a, this is our favorite one and. So it's been a, and I've slowly been falling in love with it. You know, it's, it's, I've, it's, I think to me, it's just more of a reminder to let yourself fall in love, not take yourself so serious all the time and, and not be looking around, you know, pay attention <laughs> to what you got. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's, that's it in a nutshell. So, 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, if you want to get this incredible, incredible music and this great collection, you can pre-order now. It's going to be available October 22nd, Reed South Hall Band for the Birds. And it features Rose Gold, which we're going to play here in just a few. I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on, brother. This has been fun, and we'll have to do this again. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Have yourself a wonderful day. There he goes. And uh, we are going to play this incredible track. It is going to be part of this big, big collection, October 22nd. It's Rose Gold. And it's here on the big broadcast.
Reed South Hall. Get that new album. It is coming out. Cozy Verbo Mountain Cabin. And uh, I'm shutting the YouTube ad off there. I'm not gonna let the not gonna let the YouTube folks make any money off me. Okay, let's do this. Let's take a quick time out. When we come back, Larry Tracy will join us. fantastic brand new marketing partner comes to us at transmedia worldwide it's a tremendous new gofundme campaign we need you to go over and support g-o-f-u-n-d dot m-e slash the letter f the number seven the number two the number one the letter e the number two the number O, and the letter c they've been homeless by a handful and hateful misuse of the Minnesota legal system. They may have been kicked out of the army as a result. The ex-fiance whom they lived with and own the childhood house with said I was abusive to her. I've never harmed her, nor said I'd harm her. Her attorney took a few uncomfortable interactions, like arguments or a letter I sent with the basic training, and twisted them in court to look like abuse. This guy needs your help. He needs financial help right now. Give him some of your harder money to go to the Court of Appeals and get representation for justice and to undo these wrongs. He knows in his heart an appeals things will be fixed because the district court that said he's abusive, is very prejudiced against men in these cases. So if you could please help, go over to GoFundMe. Check out GoFund.me. Search this incredible, incredible campaign. This guy needs your help right now. Go to GoFund.me slash F721E24C. And tell him you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Give some of your harder money today and help this guy out right now. Brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide, a local baking company in Oregon that makes a delicious Czechoslovakian pastry called the Cloche is looking to fund an expansion into a storefront via the crowdfunding platforms Kickstarter, Indiegogo, and GoFundMe. It's well worth donating to and supporting. Big time new sponsor here on Transmedia Worldwide. Absolutely amazing. Check out ceclubs.com. That's right. Corporate Executive Club. It's an employment recruiting firm that specializes in putting the best talent with employers. Find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash ceclubs or Instagram, ceclubs. Check it out today. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. This is fantastic. Check out dollsrent.com. That's right, dollsrent.com. Robo lovers. Sex Dolls for Rent in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going to get hot in Cleveland tonight with realistic TPE thermoplastic itemizer. Adult Dolls for Rent start at $99 for two hours. Absolutely realistic feeling. Dolls feel like a real girl. Robo lovers, for any of your desires, look real, feel real, premium material. Highest quality. They're local, and they deliver your order same day and accept cash on delivery payments. You could check the doll before you take it and pay after check. All dolls are fully consistent with the photographs posted on the website. Also, find them on Instagram at Dolls Rent. Also, Twitter, Dolls Rent. Facebook.com slash Dolls Rent. That's right, DollsRent.com. Real sex dolls in Cleveland. Get some sex tonight. 
an incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. We have a brand new GoFundMe. It's Jiggy Jaguar. I can't make these ads up. They are fantastic. It is. You should see the video ad for that. <laughs> it is it is quite the deal. So we are going to go to Larry Tracy. Larry Tracy's going to have to follow the ad for the sex dolls. <laughs> Larry Tracy, who, who used to work for the Reagan administration. He's... <laughs> He's going to have to follow the sex dolls in Cleveland. Amazing. We're going to go to Larry Tracy here in just a few. And we will Hello, James. There's Larry Tracy right on time, my friend. So, <laughs> right so, on time. so Larry, uh, there is a lot happening. <laughs> I remember we used to have slow news days. Um <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for us today, my friend? Well, I've, I've been watching. The, the big news is, of course, uh, saying they're going to raise the debt limit. Now, economics is not my field at all, but it appears to me this is like a person who is driving a, a battered VW and wants to get a brand-new Cadillac and appeals <laughs> to his credit card company to increase his limit well beyond his means. Yes. And I think that's one of the reasons the Republicans are holding back on it. The Democrats can do it without a without a Republican vote if they want to do it. I think they're they're pushing the Republicans so that they can share the blame. And so that most economists are saying this could wind up really pushing uh the country into inflation. Well, it, it really is an inflation right now. And I I would go back to one of the main causes of it James was when uh, Biden canceled the Keystone uh, oil project where we were self-sufficient in oil. And then, of course, he turns around and he approves the one for Russia to enrich them. So as the expression is, go figure. Uh, I never understood <laughs> that. But we were, we were on the way to being energy sufficient. Now, of course, we have to ask NATO, uh, uh, what is it, uh, OPEC, to... Uh, increase their their drilling or reduce their prices and they tell us to go take a hike so that's that's where most of the most of the increase is going to come from gas prices you can see it at the pump when you go out now and the other thing is uh, it's this, it's almost like the old sherwood uh, what's not sherwood uh, sherlock holmes story about the dog yes. that did not bark you don't hear anything about afghanistan you don't hear anything at all about oh no it's gone we, we we don't we don't talk about it anymore larry <laughs> yeah, and and, and uh, they just don't want, and the press is collaborating on that. Now, if this was uh, a Trump administration, of course, if this was the Trump administration, wouldn't have allowed that that disgraceful exit of of Afghanistan. But they wouldn't be protecting them from this. This is this is horrible. We don't know what the situation is for those Americans, and and for the Afghani's who helped us so much. You're hearing stories about that. One one that I just heard now was, while the CIA did a great job in destroying all their classified information, the State Department let all the biometric advice uh, and information they had on those who had worked for the Americans there for the Taliban to capture. The Taliban then sent out spoof emails to these people saying, go to this place where we'll be able to get you back to the United States. And they went to that place, and they were executed. Uh, this is wow. this is the Taliban that the Marine General or CENTCOM commander described as businesslike and pragmatic. And then there's another report, unconfirmed, but it comes out of the U.K. in the Daily Mail, that Chinese aircraft have been landing at Badrum Air Base. Yes. And that's what... Yes. That, that, I, uh... that article that I sent you that I sent to the Wall Street Journal, and they never printed it, where I said, we've got to destroy Badrum Air Base right now before it falls into Chinese hands. Now it's too late. If the Chinese have already occupied it, that becomes an act of war. We're not going to do that. So uh, it's hard to think of anything this administration did well in Afghanistan. The U.S. military did a tremendous job in getting the planes in and out filled with people. But those people, we don't know who they are. They weren't vetted very well. 
we hope that all the one the Afghanis got out were those who would help the United States. But if I were an Afghani intelligence officer, I would make sure that I had infiltrated many of my potential terrorists into that group and uh, see what they could do sometime in the future. It's it's just hard to see any excuse for what what the U.S. did in Afghanistan. It's just just an absolute disgrace. Well, Larry Tracy joins today. He he's on the uh, on the telephone here with us. What what are some of your military friends say about this uh, this Afghanistan thing? Well, uh, most of my friends, of course, are retired, <laughs> like me, uh, but. They also have contact with people in active duty, and they've been flooding them with emails and on social media as well, uh, just ashamed of what, what has happened. I, I remember I was in the in the Pentagon the day that Saigon fell, and it was almost like you were in a funeral. And what I'm hearing now is that's the way the Pentagon was. A New York Times reporter about a month ago said she has never seen the Pentagon and the people there so depressed and uh, have such negative attitude. So I, I think, especially those that fought in, in Afghanistan and, and had Afghan interpreters with them, and now they're cows. Some of the few bright spots as far as getting Afghanis out were former Special Forces people who formed their own groups and got over there on their own dime and got people out. Uh, so I, I think the State Department really, really has handled this poorly at, at the top level. And the idea that the, the U.S. didn't know what was going to happen, 23 Foreign Service officers went on the descent channel, which is a real career-endangering move to do, to say, hey, this is about to fall apart. And no one seemed to be ready to listen to them because it was bad news, and this group here in Washington only wanted to hear good news. So uh, generally, from, from what I can see, the, uh, the active force is uh, very upset. I don't think they think too highly of their chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Milley, for his actions. But I, I would also add, on, on talking about Milley, and I believe I brought this out once before, you also have to consider the source as to what he actually said to the Chinese general, uh, because it's, it's Bob Woodward, and he has, uh, he has a, a, an active imagination sometimes on it. I know he did with... Um, uh, CIA director Casey, because Casey's widow told me she had talked to every one of the guards, and Woodward never got into that hospital room, yet that was the bombshell part of his book, how he had a deathbed interview with uh, with Casey. So I'd, I'd, cut, I'd cut Millie a little bit of slack, but at the same time, he and Austin, the Secretary of Defense, when they presented their recommendations to Biden to keep 2,500 troops there, and the CENTCOM commander, General McKenzie, was right on board saying the same thing. And Biden just gave them such limitations as far as how much time and how, much, uh, how many troops they could have. And they had two missions, defend the embassy, defend Badrum Air, Air, Base, uh, Badrum Air Base, and they, they had to choose the embassy, and they gave up the base, which I, I think was a strategic blunder of, of immense proportions to do that. We could have we could have affected that evacuation out of Bedroom much much faster and more securely, and most importantly, we probably would not have had those 13 U.S. military people killed because the U.S. would have controlled the security. Uh, I, I think if you left this up to a, a couple of captains and majors as to how to do it, they could have come up with a better job than the generals did <laughs> on how to get them out. Bring the entire 82nd Airborne, Airborne uh, Division over set up a cordon sanitaire from Kabul right to Badrum and get the people out and tell the, uh, the Taliban, get out of the way or we're going to kill you. We're leaving, but we're taking our people with us. And our people meant the Viet- Afghani interpreters as well. So I, I just, this will, this will be taught in military schools and war colleges in the future as how not to do something the way, the way this was uh, handled at the political level. Well, and there's a lot of people, and I want you to to speak to this. There, there's a lot of folks that have expressed that they're like, "Well, th- this was Trump's idea. He wanted to leave Afghanistan." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I think he would have done it a little bit differently." He would have done it, uh, according to Pompeo, his Secretary of State. It was condition based, and one of the things that Pompeo said, and I think Trump said this as well, 
when he was on the phone with the leader of the Taliban and telling him what it was done, and he basically told him, okay, we're leaving. This is what the American people want, but stand down. Don't get in our way, or we'll, we'll bring every bit of military force we can to destroy you. And apparently he went to the point of telling the leader of the Taliban, we'll hit that village that you are in right now, and we know where you're going. Now, I'm not sure that was wise from a political or from an intelligence standpoint, letting him know, but that could have, could have put the fear of Allah into this guy. And said, okay, <laughs> let's, awesome. let's bide our time. We won't do anything. They'll get out of here. Then we'll take over the country. Yeah. Uh, because they were sweeping uh, through at that point. And we, we had tremendous air assets in that area. We could have hit them with precision weapons. And now Biden said, we can do it with over the horizon. Over the horizon doesn't work unless you have sources on the ground that can tell you where the targets are. And that's why every intelligence professional just scoffs at, at Biden saying we'll, we'll be able to do it. It's, it's the American ideal of war. We do it from a distance and we don't get anybody on our side hurt. It's just not the way war works. It's Larry Tracy. He's with us today here on our broadcast. He joins us uh, coast to coast and border to border. So what else is on your mind, my friend? Well, it's uh, I, I've never seen a president's popularity drop as fast in such a short time as Biden's has. His uh, influence on or his uh, reaction on the on the border, it's down to about 23 percent. I remember the president of Panama about two weeks ago warned them of a tremendous number, hundreds of thousands of Haitians that would be coming onto the United States. Um, where are they going to go? And then the hypocrisy, James. We're having vaccine mandates all over the country, yet the people coming in from the border are being released, and we don't know where they're going. There's no indication that they have been vaccinated. So they're super spreaders that are being encouraged by the Biden administration. It just it makes no sense. I would think the Republicans would will start to as they're getting ready for 2022, will start to separate members of the uh, Congress that they're running against of the Democratic Party, have them separate from Biden. And you're going to see them start to pull away. They would much rather have their job in Washington as a member of Congress than be loyal to the head of their party. So I think you're going to see uh, Biden support and Kamala Harris, where, wherever she is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, she there's just kind of vanished. Person. She just kind of vanished. You, you, you just don't know where, where she has gotten to. You, she she does, doesn't even stand beside Biden when he makes remarks now. So she's maybe they ought to send out a missing person alert for her right <laughs> now as to where she's gotten. <laughs> and, of course... There's one, one advantage of having Kamala Harris as vice president. It reduces the prospect that the Republicans will try to have an impeachment if they get power, because look who you have coming in after that. And so yes, they, and this, this I, is... I, I just, I hate to be overly optimistic. Maybe I don't hate today, but I, I, I just think we're looking at a Republican victory in 2022, and that will come with articles of impeachment against probably both of them. And if you impeach both of them, then it's the Speaker of the House is next in line, and that would be Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> you don't want to do it now with Nancy Pelosi there. Yeah, you don't so want to it, do it, that. It's, it's a political that, that... environment which I, I have never, never seen before that is happening here, a government that is so completely out of control and out of touch with the, with the uh, American public. And now we have the... Department of Justice, the Minister of Justice, telling the FBI to start treating parents who are critical of school boards as domestic terrorists. <laughs> this is dictatorship. I mean, I've I've lived in Latin American dictatorships. I've written in uh, scholarly journals about the nature of a military dictatorship. Uh, no, no military dictatorship that I know of in Latin America would be as audacious as as this group is and what they're trying. And uh, I just think they're they're confused, not knowing what to do, and panicking. And I really believe that the stuff about the cognitive decline of, of Biden, not just from when I saw him for the first time when he was a senator and chairing the Foreign, the foreign Affairs Committee, but from uh, 
five, six years ago when he was vice president. He was much sharper intellectually then than he is now, and I, I think it's a, a steady glide path down to to complete inability to uh, make rational judgments. So well, that's without a captain. That that's the thing is is that I I I just always find it strange when people say that he got all these votes and he's all he's he's this popular guy and I'm like how <laughs> how did people well, vote I, for this again, guy? Again, I look at it from a personal <laughs> standpoint. I'm Irish American, as is Biden. Yes. When I saw Biden the first time when I went over to uh, back up my boss, the Assistant Secretary of Defense, on hearings, I saw a lot of Biden in me. A, way, a similarity, my, my family, my relatives, uh, full of blarney, or malarkey, as he might say, <laughs> and very, very likable. But I also noticed he came by and he shook hands and talked to my boss. I'm standing right behind him as a U.S. Army colonel, and he walked right on by me. So I thought, you know, he's a jerk. He, he could have, even as a politician, he could have reached over and said, hello, Colonel, good to see you here, something like that. But no, he only uh, counted the people that uh, had the influence. So I, I must admit I was biased. I, I saw very likable characteristics in him, and I saw things about him that I thought was not. And then once he started asking questions, it was uh, it was clear that he was far to the left, and I I may have mentioned this before, but right after that I went over to see Congressman Hyde. I had a standing invitation from Henry Hyde because we I'd, I'd spoken for him out in Chicago, and he said anytime you're down on the hill, come on over and see me. So I told my boss I said, listen, I'm gonna I'm not going back to the Pentagon with you. I'm going over here and see a friend. I didn't tell him the friend was Congressman Henry Hyde. <laughs> that would, he would have freaked out at that. Uh, he just thought it was a staffer that I knew. And I, I sat with Hyde, and, and I said, babe, what, what's the story with, with uh, this guy Biden? He's really this part of the left. Biden. He said, oh, no, Larry, awesome. no. He said, he's, Joe is one of the uh, more sensible people in the Democratic Party. And, and he said he, he's also one of my biggest supporters on the Hyde Amendment. Well, you see how Biden has flipped over on the Hyde Amendment. So I took a negative uh, view of him. This was probably about 1983. I, I rejected that idea. He was a moderate. Uh, if he, if he just, just, just struck me as being to the left. And there's a story in the Wall Street Journal today by Carl Rove, an article saying, why has Biden caved into the left? Uh, I think that's really where his heart was to begin with, that he was that way. And he and Bernie Sanders are more alike than they are dissimilar, except that Biden has been able to to hide that more than than uh, that Biden, uh, Bernie Sanders is, he calls himself a socialist. I think he's a Marxist, but Biden has hit it pretty well. And now, now that he's in power, he's he's coming around. If indeed he is, I may be completely wrong. He he may be just completely so non-compass menace that he doesn't know, and, and leftists have taken over. But he is, he's definitely not what the the model his image was before, and that he ran on. So we have that. And, of course, we have the bad news this week that uh, Governor DeSantis' wife has uh, been diagnosed with cancer, which may have a real, not only the personal tragedy of that in his family, but that, that may dissuade him from not running in 2024. Yes, so, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I know there's I think he'd be a... the best bet, but, but there are others, too. Cruz, uh, Cotton, uh, others, maybe uh, Christy Nome in South Dakota or... or uh, uh, the former uh, the former ambassador to the UN and then governor of uh, South Carolina, I, that would be something uh, to have a, a Republican woman candidate. If we can yeah, get a black that, woman that, candidate. That would even be better. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, Larry, you are fantastic as always, and uh, I will talk to you here in a couple weeks because we'll be off next week. But uh, I will talk okay, to you Mark, here here in a couple weeks, my friend. We should have lots to talk about at that. Yes, yes, we will. Well, uh, pick up, bring home the bacon. It is available on Amazon. It is a fantastic book about public speaking. And uh, Larry, I'll talk to you here in two weeks, my friend. Two weeks. Talk to you then, James. Thank Thanks. you, my friend. There he goes. That is Larry Tracy. Fantastic, Larry Tracy. Fired up, Larry Tracy, today here on our big program. 
And we will take a brief time out when we come back. I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we'll call John O'Connor. I don't know. We'll do something coming up here on a big broadcast. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Dorikogram is a really good digital tool for connecting you to Christian content that is currently being financed via the crowdfunding platform Kickstarter. It doesn't just use a one-size-fits-all approach. It tailors the content to the different ways people connect to God. Search for Dorikogram on Kickstarter if you want to check it out. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. An amazing, amazing new project. There's a great brand new footwear out there. It's called Jutes. It provides contemporary take on the traditional Indian juti for Indian-style weddings and nights out alike. While traditional jutis aren't exactly designed for comfort, these shoes are comfy and look great. They're being funded via the crowdfunding platform Kickstarter and are well worth checking out. Search for Jutes Community Contemporary but uh, on there to find them. Download the iHeartRadio app to hear us live as live can get. Search J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R. You will hear great bits like this from Barry Farber, legendary conservative talk show host. Make the difference. But look, man, I got to thank you uh, for giving me this much time, this much respect. You have really made today a great pleasure for me, and I want to thank you for it. Once you've downloaded the iHeartRadio app, search J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R and listen to all of our past episodes and future episodes of the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Show, all categorized by hour. Well, I, I, well, I just want to say I love what you do, James, but I, I love what you're doing. I love just being a part of what you're what you, sharing information uh, with your listeners. Search J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R on iHeartRadio. A fantastic new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Brand new book by Lucien Alonsuko, currently being financed through the crowdfunding platform Kickstarter. Stands to turn everything that you ever taught about gravity on its head. Will most people know that mainstream conceptualization involving it being a fundamental force is put forward by Einstein and Newton? This groundbreaking work claims that it is actually a weak residual force and that gravity control is possible and provides some very credible evidence of it. It's called gravity theory and control beyond Newton and Einstein and is well worth searching for on Kickstarter and checking out. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia worldwide. Go get them some of your hard-earned money today on Kickstarter. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. This is fantastic. Check out dollsrent.com. That's right, dollsrent.com. Robo lovers, sex dolls for rent in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going to get hot in Cleveland tonight with realistic TPE thermoplastic itemizer. Adult dolls for rent start at $99 for two hours. Absolutely realistic feeling. Dolls feel like a real girl. Robo lovers, for any of your desires, look real, feel real, premium material. Highest quality. They're local, and they deliver your order same day and accept cash on delivery payments. You could check the doll before you take it and pay after check. All dolls are fully consistent with the photographs posted on the website. Also find them on Instagram at Dolls Rent. Also Twitter, Dolls Rent. Facebook.com slash Dolls Rent. That's right, DollsRent.com. Real sex dolls in Cleveland. Get some sex tonight. (laughs) 
live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. He's realizing Jiggy Jaguar is better than me. I'm totally serious about that, too. Presenting Jiggy Jaguar. I love it, by the way. It is the big broadcast. It is coast to coast. It is border to border. On iHeartRadio today, wrapping things up here on our big broadcast. We want to thank you for joining us today here on our big program. You can get more information on our website at jiggyjaguar.com. That's J-I-G-G-Y-G-H-E-U-A-R.com. Best place to start with all of our fine-feathered friends, as they say. I don't know who the fine-feathered friends are. That, that, that's what I want to know. I want to know who the fine-feathered friends are. Well, I was looking on the, the old social media, as they say. Ooh, the old social media. Uh, I don't know what any of this means. What is this? I don't know. Something. Something in Iola, Kansas, of all places. I don't know. I don't know. Something. Something happening. Okay, so um, we are going to be doing this thing on Twitch coming up next week. I'm going to be on the old Twitch machine. Oh, the Twitch. Johnny's never said the Twitch. Speaking of Johnny, <laughs> we are going to be going to Salina, Kansas, of all places, to meet up with Hemlock. The band Hemlock is going to be playing at Johnny's. And... I got to be there. <laughs> I got to be there. And uh, I got to get a photo with Johnny. I got to get a photo with Johnny Kim. Oh, Johnny Kim. And uh, I might even go live with... Uh, well, we can't go live on Facebook. Can we? Can we go live on Facebook yet again? I don't know. At one point, I had some sort of... Um, some sort of warning or something. I had some sort of notification or something that said that I, I couldn't go live on Facebook. I had some, I had some, uh, I had some sort of. Uh, I guess I could check under activity log. Is that what it is? But apparently, I'm not allowed to go on Facebook Live. Apparently. Because I uh, have some sort of something going on. Maybe it's under help and support. I don't know. But I'm not allowed to go live on Facebook. Something happened somewhere along the way. Some interaction I was involved in. Some type of activity or something. I don't know. Profile information. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But I'm not allowed to go. I'm not allowed to go live on Facebook for a little bit. I, I don't know why. Uh, I've got some sort of warning or something that's happened. I I I I, I don't know. Some some sort of crap has happened, and I'm not allowed to. Uh, to go live on ooh, live on the Facebook. So because of this, uh, we might not be able to go live. So if you want to get a hold of us online, you can do so at jiggyjaguar.com. And we will inevitably, as they say, see you next time. Download our podcast over there at JiggyJaguar.com. And uh, we will see you next time.